Welcome to a podcast where we have stimulating discussions on geopolitical trends and leave you with key takeaways that you can implement in your own daily life. Welcome to Two and a Half Idiots. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You're not recording. Oh, are you? I think I am. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ahmed, you do the intro. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to podcast number four. Oh, wait, episode three? Four? Episode three. Episode three. We have me, the host, Ahmed and Abed. (laughs) And one of you speak. And you're the other two idiots, uh, Ilyas and Ahsan. All right. Anyways, today we're going to be talking about uh, trying to understand, like, what is the best cuisine in the world? So that way, you know, you as viewers don't have to dig through hours of research that we already did beforehand, right? Like each of us did hours of research. Am I right? No. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to tell you guys what we have compiled as the best cuisine in the world. Um, so stay tuned if you would like to find out and save yourself some hours of search and uh, maybe try something new that you've never tried before. Uh, so with that, let's get started. I just want to put it out there. Arab cuisine is the most overrated cuisine that has ever existed in mankind. Like, is this, is this a white food, white people food, but with, like, a little more spice? Like, instead of salt and pepper, they have salt, pepper, and, like, lemon. And sometimes garlic. This is unnecessary. <laughs> I thought we were talking about the top food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just came out swinging. Ahmed, what are your thoughts as an Arab? I mean, it's completely false, but... I'd like to hear what he's saying. Continue. I mean, I think that's like the biggest thing that you guys are literally just salt and pepper, like white people food, but then you like, like, like started adding lemon and garlic and you're like, wow, like we are so cultured and that's Arab food. Okay. Name me five Arabic dishes. I'm just listening. Actually, no, Yemeni food is good though. I'll be honest. Yemeni, Yemeni Arab food is like good. Uh, everything else trash. If you just give me some, and I'll, I'll tell you why you might not like them. Okay, basically anything from like La Marsa, which used to be La <laughs> like bro, overrated. Um, what do and they bro, serve? Like, like kind of like the typical grill stuff. Like it's a typical like basically what you, when you walk into an Arab restaurant in like Michigan, you're gonna get the same like food each time, and it's basically I mean, La Marsa, yeah. which is like yeah. just kebabs and like rice and then. I think out of restaurants are definitely overrated. I'm with you on that. I think our restaurants are not a good indication of our cuisine, though. Why? I mean, isn't that the whole point of a cuisine, like a restaurant based in, like a a restaurant that has a cuisine? I mean, it's a good point. I don't know why they're like that. But a lot of dishes, they're just not served, Uh, like in a restaurant. Even here, we have Arabic restaurants. No one, they don't serve any of our like our dishes. They just have like that meat platter. You know, you got the fatouche, you got the hummus, you got the generic stuff that everyone's had before. Like the generic food. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the generic food that's like the best food in the world. According to Ahmed Alabid from last week's podcast, so listeners, if you haven't watched it yet, last last week's podcast was uh, trying to find our best food and Ahmed had some uh, weird tastes, to say the least. Uh, Anyway, that was just for me to be honest. Every Arab restaurant, even in the Middle East, because Ahmed's located in Dubai right now, if they can't even serve their own people food, maybe your people's food ain't all that. 
I mean, it's because everyone makes their own food here. I mean, it makes sense why they don't serve it. It's like their food takes too long to cook. A lot of the things are ingredient-based. Wait, so wait, wait. But so is Pakistani food. Pakistani's food is very ingredient-based, and it takes forever to make. Like, I thought it's, like, spices-based. I mean, both. Like, listen, if you're, like, a great cook, you know, you're going to have spices and yeah. material. Even both. brown people restaurants are, like, they undersell their cuisine. They have, like, typical curries and biryani. And it's because you're going to Indian restaurants. You gotta go to a Pakistani <laughs> restaurant, right? Anyways, we're gonna pause this uh, roasting of Arab cuisine to maybe start off with what are criteria for what is the best cuisine, so that way we can uh, kind of make this as objective as possible. That is a very valid point you brought up, Asin. I say Ahmed. the first thing is okay, Ahmed. I want to hear. Ahmed, you. you start. What is a good criteria for good cuisine? Probably availability. Like if the ingredients are really rare, it's probably not that that good of a cuisine. Wait, I disagree okay. with that. Like, wholehearted. Like, I think, wait, wait. Like, the biggest thing for cuisine should be, like, the taste. And so, like, the more unavailable a food is, oftentimes it just makes it... I don't know if it necessarily makes it better, but, like, I don't think just because it's not available doesn't mean that the cuisine isn't going to be good. No, I think it's still a good cuisine. Like, it tastes good. But I think yeah, yeah. as a cuisine, it's just... It's not, like... Like, if you're an American, you want to be able to cook it, then it's not really, like, the best cuisine for people to adopt. Hmm... Okay, I'm messing with this. I so I'm gonna, I'm maybe gonna take. So one of my criteria, I think, is a spin off of that. So I think taste for sure is like a really top yeah, priority. Like it has course. to be flavorful and like you know unique taste. I think to build up your availability, I'd say like uh, influence. I'd say is one right, like the mm. influence it has had on the globe, kind of. So that like if it's like very like influential, like it might be like very like easy to find in Myers or Kroger, which are Midwestern stores for you non-midwestern viewers listening that are not viewing but they're listening so you guys are listeners not viewing. <laughs> <laughs> i think related to like influence is like how many people like buy into it in terms of like how many people would like actively go out and like make that food if that makes sense it's like a mixture of what ahmed was saying earlier about like availability and then what you're saying yesterday it's like like the influence that it has that if a person isn't going to go out of their way to make it then like it probably wasn't worth it in the first place. Yeah. I also think like, okay, so I'd say I'd say to add on to so so we have like influence availability, that kind of whole bucket. For food and flavor of it, I'd say like the diverse use of food, even if it's like simple ingredients, but like the diverse use of it, I think is also like a pretty good quality. Like if you can like use like, you know, the sweet and sour and tangy and like get like maybe like a combination of these flavors that are unique and tasty. Like, I think that's also, like, a really good uh, sign of a good cuisine. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Like, you can mix different things together. It's not yeah. just generic. Like the generic food. <laughs> <laughs> I think also health. Like, if it's not healthy, like, it's something that you like to eat once in a while, but you can't, like, adopt it as a full-time. Uh-huh. Maybe, like, fast food or something. It doesn't really fit in. Yeah. Oh, then my, my list is going to be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause, like, we're then just eating the cuisine like once in a while, so it's gonna taste fine. But if you eat it every day, maybe it's like more wait. But that's with everything, though. Like you, like anything that you eat every day, you're not gonna like the taste of it eventually. No, but right? I'm talking about the health. health oh, the health like. benefits. Of it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I guess. But like, I don't know, man. Listen, well, I'm just gonna die anyways. I might as well uh, make sure that I enjoy what I'm eating. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's a good consideration. Polar opposites. <laughs> I'm just trying to live long in this dunya. I'm just trying to get to the akhirah. 
I'm a man of the Akhira. That's well, why. Unless you get to the Akhira too early. And you're in Mount oh. Jahannam. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, never mind. All right. <laughs> Anyways, any other things that we should think about for qualifications? Not really. Maybe price? I don't know. Oh, really. price. I think price is legit. But price goes into what you were saying earlier about availability. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It ties in well with it. Okay, cool. Okay. Who's gonna start us off with their their list? Yeah, I started so I last to... time, so not me. Okay, Elias, your turn. I just want to reiterate, like Arab cuisine overrated. But now that All we're right, done we're... with that, I think <laughs> the first one. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, like... before you do that, so before we get into that, like I don't know if uh, Ahmed has Arab food on his list. I wouldn't necessarily say it. I do think it may be a little bit overrated in Michigan because we have so many uh, Arabs here that it's uh, we have a lot of restaurants. But I do think it's a pretty yeah. healthy cuisine. A lot oh, of people are trying the Mediterranean oh. diets of trying to, like, you know, live longer and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. There's also a lot of Arab countries, so it's kind of like a, a simplification of it's our a gen- Yeah, it's 100% generalization. I mean, I think in, like, Michigan, what you get is a generalization of Arab cuisine. Like, I don't even know, like, anytime I walk into, like, any restaurant, it could be, like, Egyptian, Shami, whatever. Like, each one will still be save- serving, like, the same food. I think it's because, like, the demographic here or, like, the audience here or the consumers here want that same food yeah it's like it's like americanized yeah. arab food right like when i when like we taco mean, <laughs> if it's like about good. for chinese food so pf chang's and taco bell i like that like, yeah it's interesting. <laughs> i mean i'm with you arab Wait, food Ameri- restaurants are not as overrated dude american that. americans in general just take what like any other country has and they bring it here and just dilute it like a lot but actually that's on my list so yeah it is on my list too. <laughs> american cuisine <laughs> yeah what Not American cuisine, a type of American cuisine. Ah, okay, anyways. Okay. All right, go ahead. Yes. Anyways, I was going to start off with, uh, listen, my people, bro. I think Pakistani food is one of the most flavorful. Um, it's very available. Um, and it just tastes really good, bro. And, like, it's a very diverse mix of, like, ingredients that go in there. A little, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little masala on top of it. But I will say that, like, health-wise, it's probably one of the worst out there. Because it's, like, I, I know even for, like, for breakfast, it's basically, like, like um, what is it called? Halwa puri. And then it's, like, a glass of, like, oil that comes what's with that? it. What's the, what's the first Halwa puri is, like, a... Bro, how do you describe halwa puri? It's, like, it's like, So it's, like, dessert with a fried bread, kind of. Yeah. Dessert? I don't know if the bread is fried. I normally have, like, uh, halwa with, like, parata. So it's, like, I have yeah. it with, like, it's basically, like fried bread with like uh uh it's like sweets like i don't know yeah, yeah. like it is it's like it a sweet like a, thing right yeah yeah and there's also like you can mix with like chole which is like you know like chickpeas before it's like smashed up into hummus that and then it's also like 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 it's got bujia which is like al, 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 potatoes so it's like a it's like a really good dish but it's like bro it's so heavy and it's so oily but brown people eat that like daily uh they love that bro tiger has some good hair Hey, because the oil from the food ends up on her hair and it moisturizes. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> but I think that's up there. And then second, I would say, uh, let me think, because I haven't really thought of this before. Oh, dude, Chinese food. I'm thinking, and it's it's maybe it's because I'm thinking of. Here's the thing, bro. Like I can't really think of like specific cuisines. I'm basing it more on like restaurants that I've been to and what they represent as a cuisine, right? Like for, for example, like in Bloomfield. There's a restaurant called Chinatown, which is like a halal Chinese place. And bro, it's like really good. Like the, the food there is supposed to be like authentic Chinese. And it's just a really good cuisine. 
Like it's got this like jalapeno beef, which is oh my god, bro! It's great for a brown guy because it's got jalapenos and then it's got beef. <laughs> wow, <laughs> man of many words. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I see meat and I see spice, bro. That's what I do. But I'd have say, you like, been to LA? Yeah, yeah I was like, in LA. Have you been to like the LA Chinese? Like, did you get food from there? Because I think LA has some oh. of the best Chinese food, like in America. I had Korean barbecue in in uh, LA, bro. That was good. It was like offset from LA. Like it wasn't in LA. So Chinese like, Chinese Korean barbecue or just Korean barbecue? It was just straight up Korean barbecue. <laughs> oh, oh no, so it's not Pakistan. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's an LA cuisine. Okay, you know what? forget you all. <laughs> the first number one, Pakistani food in general, like brown food, and then two, I say like Chinese food, and three. That Senegalese food that we had that one day it wasn't bad, bro. I'll be honest. Uh, it was delicious. What do you mean it wasn't bad? The the Maddie's. Oh no! Forget forget uh, uh, Senegalese food. Spanish like Mexican food or like this Latin food in general. I think it's so good. I'm so confused. Uh, Is that Spanish food, Mexican food, or Latin food? <laughs> the difference between the three. Just whole continent. I'm thinking of you know you have two I'm, continents, uh, not just one. <laughs> You know, you know, we went to that one restaurant uh, in Aventura. Was that Aventura? What is like the the whole e-board one? It's in Detroit, in like a really shady looking spot. Like they had steak. It wasn't that shady. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember now, the name was of it. it. Spanish. Was yeah, it, like, it was. But here's the, okay. Yeah, it was like. It was Mexican. Uh, or was it Mexican? Yeah, I think it was Mexican. Oh, but then Mexican is like third on that list. This is my list, guys. Yeah, Pakistan is number one. Bro. Mexican food is a lot of pork, though. That's the thing. It's a lot of what? Pork. I yeah, but... To beef or, or beans. We're an inclusive podcast, and we will include pork in our reviews, even yeah. though we don't eat it. <laughs> but I'm saying, how uh, can you love a cuisine when most of the food is pork? Is so most, had most of the cuisine. I mean, but you just sub most of the Wait. pork out. You also said Chinese cuisine, and there's a lot of pork in Chinese cuisine. That's true. Maybe I should start eating pork, guys. Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will say Mexican was actually like a really good thing that I didn't add to my list but I think that's like a really really great cuisine like I think yeah. if you could have like one cuisine for the rest of your life I'd be cool with having Mexican cuisine Oh, when even I'm though it destroyed my stomach like, <laughs> I'm kind of oblivious to what their cuisine is okay huh? it's you don't know Mexican cuisine I know like generic stuff like burrito guacamole taco it's just like <laughs> like very flavorful meat Right, like very flavorful yeah. chicken, beef, like a really good use of like blend of spices. They have like yeah. rice and like uh, uh, you know, like tortillas and like uh, it's kind of like um, I don't know. It's like for me a very versatile. You can kind of like yeah. you can have like a breakfast, lunch, or dinner with like, and it's kind of like very you can mix and match basically and yeah. have like different versions of like rice, chicken, and bread kind of around. And yeah. one of the best restaurants I went to was actually in Mexico City. Uh, unfortunately, I got ridiculous stomach problems when i went there probably because i drank the water <laughs> but mexican food is very very good let's build wells in mexico you know actually one of the best restaurants i went to in mexico was a fusion indian mexican restaurant from a guy that was raised in oakland california that was like some of the best food i had in mexican city mexico city what? really yeah no yeah it was a brown dude he actually came out and said salams to us after he's a really cool guy did he speak anyway. to you in urdu no but he saw my sister was wearing a hijab and he was like, oh, Muslim in Mexico. Hi, let me say salams. There's not a lot hey, of that's, here, that's nice, though. Yeah, it was nice. And the food is really good. Mm. So okay, I think so, that's my top three. 
Okay, it. so su- summarize them again. So one was Pakistani, uh, okay. then it's Chinese, and then it's actually I'll put Spanish food first, then I'll put Chinese, like Mexican food, and then I'll put Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Like oh, that's and cool. then for Pakistani food, like specifically, like you know the street food, oh that stuff slaps. But just in general, Pakistani food. The stuff destroys you. Then you go to the hospital for like a, a month. <laughs> no, you see, I was in the hospital only for a day and a half after eating street food in Pakistan. I died. It <laughs> but it was so good. Oh my god. It does uh, look good. Though. It's worth almost dying. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> you know how you, okay. you, you say Bismillah before eating? Bro, in Pakistan, you gotta say the Shahada before eating, bro. <laughs> you don't know if it's gonna take you out or not, bro. But why is that? Why is it so, like, painful? Dude, I think it's because, like, it's not, like, the street food, I think half the flavor comes from, like, germs, like, viruses. Because, dude, like, what, like, if you ever go to one of them, like, street mm. carts, they're called, like, telas. And so, like, if he gives you a plate of food, he takes, after you finish it, he takes the plate back, and he like dips it in like a huge container of water, and then he get, he gives it back to you. And that container of water has had all of the plates of that day dipped in there. So if you come at like eight p.m., he's dipping like a plate in like other people's saliva, and he's giving it back to you. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's part of the brotherhood. Bro. That's why we have such strong brotherhood in Pakistan, bro. So you yeah, said bacteria. Taliban. Yeah. Oh what? <laughs> Did you say Taliban? <laughs> <laughs> God damn! So uh, let's just welcome the NSA now, who is obviously listening in this podcast. And uh, NSA, if you could like, comment, and subscribe, that would be super wonderful <laughs> to our uh, uh, podcast. Anyway, so just to, just to reiterate, yeah. So you're, what you're saying is, uh, Pakistani food half of the taste comes from bacteria, but you still think that it's like definitely the number one cuisine. Like the street food, most of it comes from the bacteria. But like, if you go to like a normal, it's, it's like a lot of it just comes from like the flavor and the spice and all that too. It's just like, it's right. like an, you know, like you get like ice cream and they put like a cherry on top. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the sundaes. So if you go to like a Pakistani restaurant, like you'll get like the ice cream. And it's really good. It's a good sundae. If you go to like the street food outside, like the bacteria is like a little cherry on top. Or it's like, oh, wow, this is a little nicer. Now. All right, listeners, you heard it here first. Pakistani cuisine, bacteria gives it the flavor. <laughs> we heard you all to try it out and uh, uh, we'll try something you know, new, the, you know? That health aspect we had, that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Um, all right. I think I can go next with my list. I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I had like 15 and I had a really hard time narrowing it down to like one. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do five because like, I'm gonna tell you right now, there's just so many cuisines and they're all so good. It's very difficult to, to narrow down. So I'm gonna give you like a, I'm gonna give you five and maybe six. Like, I don't really know. I'll just kind of go like in descent, uh, ascending order. So I'll start with the bottom. Um, I did have American food at the bottom of my list. What does um, that mean? So like that's the thing. And fries and yeah, like, I don't really know what that means. But I think American food, like, they take, they're like the Ilyas of cuisine. They take a bunch of everything and, like, dilute it. Right? Like, and <laughs> so they're like an amalgamation of everything else around them, if that makes sense. <laughs> so you take everything around you, you kind of, like, mess around with it. You make it deep fried and you make it bad for your health sometimes. And then you make it taste good. And that's that's American cuisine. So, like burgers, hot dogs. I'd even see that say like American Chinese food, American Indian food, American Arab food. Like these are all like Americanized versions. And I'd say like, while they're not necessarily unique to America, like I think America kind of just like, like stuck a hole through the cuisine. Yeah. And it's like, this oh, is mine is, now. There is one like American cuisine I can think of that's like specific to American. It's not like a blend of anything. Like Southern food, like soul food, like 
That is good. Like, there's, like, something we ate on, like, this one trip down to Texas we had back in, like, my sophomore year. It's called, like, Hush Puppies or some crap. And it's not dogs. It's, like, it's literally just balls of, like, bread, I think, that they, like, dip in, like, oil. But, dude, it was really good. And so they have a lot of things like that. I think because we're in the northern areas, like, I don't know if there's, like, this is maybe there's more, like, diversity. I don't know why, but, like, I don't know if there's like, a specific cuisine in the north that's American. But in the south, you have, like, soul food or, like, the southern food in general. Yeah, and like, yeah, and I think, but that's the thing, right? Because a lot of uh, soul food and southern food is actually inspired by Spain, right? So like, and I actually oh. don't even know about like hamburgers and hot dogs. Like, I don't even know where they originated from. They probably came from somewhere, right? Maybe Polish or I don't, I don't really know, right? But like, I think it's just because it's such a blend of like all the different things that like, and it's so widespread. Like, I think of hamburgers, hot dogs. Like, realistically, I could probably go to most countries, and if they have like a McDonald's, yeah. I can grab. Like, it's so iconic, right? So like, if we talk about availability slash popularity, I think Americans definitely on the list. I don't necessarily agree with like health or taste. Like I'm sure it's like tasty and all that. Like I love a good hamburger, but in terms of flavor, I don't know if it's there, but I want to put mm-hmm. that as like an honorable mention on my list. So that's like okay. the bottom one. Like then next up is French cuisine. I won't lie to you. I'm not very familiar with French cuisine. I haven't like, <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't eaten it that much. <laughs> you watch the Gordon uh, Ramsay videos like bad guys. <laughs> Let's do this. But like, here's the thing. I know how big of an influence French food, again, similar to American food, it has such a big influence of like on what we eat today. Like any like big pastry, like croissants, like all like any like kind of pastry like that, that's like French. Omelets are French. Filet mignon is French. Like a lot of cooking staples are French. And I think Mm. like some of the best culinary schools are in French and America also. So like two countries that have like very high uh, popularity. So while I haven't really necessarily had the food, I know that they put a lot of thought into it. And I... I'm looking forward to experiencing in France one day, but um, I want to put that kind of at the bottom because I haven't really tried it yet, but I know that it influences, has a big influence on the rest of our cuisine. Okay, so that's my kind of my two that like I kind of just thought of and uh, just going to throw it to the side. Okay, uh, my list, my list, list. Oh man, it's going to be tough. Okay, uh, okay, another honorable mention is Indian food. Like, I actually oh, like, think maybe it should be what? in the top three, but like, <laughs> betrayals. Let me let me think about this, right? Because like I'm again, surprised. Indian food. Sorry, Indian slash Pakistani food. Like I said, no, Indian. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> we fought a food. <laughs> okay, I'm just generalizing right now. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I made a mistake to all the Pakistani <laughs> and Indian listeners listening. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I'm gonna still bucket them together because to me they're so similar. That, yeah, like, no, I did the same thing with auto food, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, like Bengali food, I think is a little bit different, but like Indian slash Pakistani food, like I go to Indian restaurant, it tastes the same as like if I go to a Pakistani restaurant. Basically, like I'm sure there's like subtle differences yeah. and stuff like that, but as a American-born brown kid, I feel like they're very similar to me. Um, but anyways, like I, this actually might be really high on my list, but like I just think that that this just variety of spices used is like insane. Like they mm-hmm. like like there's a reason that like the British wanted to colonize like India and why spice is like such a common thing. And actually how much of an influence it had on other cuisines. Like I go to South Africa, I get Indian slash Pakistani food. Like I go to Malaysia, like it's like some kind of like blend of like curry or something like along those lines. So I just think that like, it is just such a good flavorful cuisine that has also inspired cuisines across the entire world. So actually, I don't know if that's an honorable mention that actually might be like a number two on my list. So I'm going in weird order. So I just give you five, four, and I think Indian cuisine is two. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um interesting three i think is gonna be um i say japanese food okay i think yeah i'll go japanese food um i think uh it's very healthy uh very um 
healthy. Um, <laughs> Listen, there's a reason Japanese people live so long. If you say um, that many times, it's not the best food. <laughs> it actually is really good food, right? Like, I think it's like a unique use of like uh, ingredients that is a very packly, like densely packed. So, like you think of like uh, like sushi, how many calories yeah. and how many nutrients are wrapped up in like one little like thing. Um, in general, I think they have like good eating habits, like like uh, their breakfast. Like at least for me, like when I when I went, I had like onigiri, which is like rice and like fish and seaweed for breakfast, yeah. which for me was like a very useful and healthy option. And then they like use seafood like really well. Like seafood, they have some of the best beef in the world and like wagyu and like um I think they take like a lot of care with their cuisine. So if you go to Japan you'll see that like mm. like even if it's like a five dollar bowl of ramen, like it'll be like a really good, well thought out, well prepared five dollar mm. bowl of ramen. Whereas like if you go here and go to McDonald's and try to get a burger, yeah. like you're lucky if the burger is actually inside of the patties. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just like stick it on like you know what I mean? Like there's just like yeah. a lot of care in Japanese cuisine. And like I think it has like really good health benefits too. Um, the one thing I would say, like seafood though, you're screwed. Yeah. yeah, kind of. That and uh, dude, the ramen is really good though. You know, like the what's the hey? You know the the one place on like in Ann Arbor that we've gone to a few times that has like ramen, in, like a huge bowl. That's like all the way down so south. Here. No, no, on south you. Ahmed, me and you used to go there like every month. Yeah, is that Korean? That's Korean though. Korean? That's Korean. Oh, is there? A, I actually don't know the difference. Is there a difference between Japanese like ramen versus like, Korean ramen? Not sure. Asin, you're uh, the intellectual foodie here. <laughs> I have I have no idea. Because <laughs> ramen in general, I think is really good. Seafood ramen is the only thing I can eat. Though. I just can't imagine eating Japanese food every day. I feel like I think it's something you get used good, to. So. Okay, right? Because I think I think seafood is probably strong when you first try it, but like I do think like it is a it is a really great cuisine. Like, like I think it gives you like a di- diverse flavor in your mouth. Like I, I do I agree. I think fish is something to get used to, but it's not like they're eating raw fish every day. I think there's like there's also chicken and beef, and there is a lot of pork. Like a lot and a lot of pork. I remember like so when I first landed, I remember we went to five different restaurants to try to find one that didn't have pork in their broth, even though it was like a non-pork uh, dish. Like they said, I was like, can I have like the chicken ramen? They're like, sorry, it has pork in it. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, it's the broth. Cause they use pork broth and like other yeah they ramen had, dishes. So it's it's difficult for a Muslim to be eating and living in Japan because they use pork so much. But uh, mm. it is really good food. And they have some of you know the best bakeries in the world are now Fran- uh, Japanese and not French. Really? Yeah, they have really good pastries. Interesting. I did not know that. Anyways, okay. Um, so that was my number three. So. Huh. I gave you my five, four, three, two. So I think my one, and this is actually not necessarily um, uh, well thought out based on the criteria, but this is just my favorite cuisine. I think my favorite cuisine is Moroccan food. Like, I just like, I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's the fact that they have like sweet and savory dishes that are like meals yeah. and I have such a big sweet tooth because I'm going to be diabetic by the time I'm like 25. Um, no. <laughs> like, they have sweet chicken. Yeah, like the they have like this chicken bastille which is like basically dessert, but has chicken in it. And like, it's like, they use like cinnamon and like, it's like Arab food, but it's not Arab food. And it has like some French in- inspired cuisine. And like, I don't know, like I just really, really like Moroccan food. And they like have couscous and chicken and it's like healthy kind of, but like also super they flavorful. Tea too. And they have amazing tea. Yeah, Moroccan so that's, that's my number one. But that's also just a personal preference of mine. So listeners, if you haven't tried Moroccan food, I encourage you to go to Morocco. Maybe after the pandemic or before, whichever one you want. Why not just go to a rocket restaurant? Uh, 
you could do that too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what if our listeners are in Morocco? Whoa. Our listeners are Moroccan. Hello to our Moroccan listeners, and uh, you're welcome for putting you on number one in my cuisine list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like there's a big variety there that isn't available in restaurants either. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if they eat like tagine and Bastilla every single day. I doubt it. Like, I wonder what they eat regularly at home and stuff. Honestly, I wonder if like like a lot of the cuisines that we've like tried are basically like watered down versions that like they serve for like the mass individual like the autumn food or like even like basic restaurants or like chinese restaurants they kind of go down to like their like popular dishes and it's like diluted a little bit so like it can be specifically catered towards like a wide audience so we haven't like i don't think anyone has ever tried like authentic cultural food that isn't their own no i mean you probably have if you went to someone's house or something okay yeah, aside from that yeah but also yeah. some like like American food, I don't think it's gonna get much different than what you kind of buy. In a store. No, yeah, American food. I feel like it's. I still made a really good point. Good point. Like it's literally just a blend of so many other cultures, and then they call it their own. They colonized our food. Honestly, dude, America's gonna fall. I'm telling you, like I don't know if you saw it recently. People are trying to move to Canada. Dude, <laughs> they're trying to cross the border. Saying, bro, <laughs> they're trying to jump the wall. <laughs> bro, RIP, the empire falls. Bro, I'm just happy I'm a dual citizen right now, so I can dip. How? You're a dual citizen, Asim. No, I'm not. Sure. You have a what, NICOP, what? right? An NIC? Pakistan? No, I don't. Bro, I've never you even been to Pakistan. Oh, you don't have an NIC? Never mind. Why would you want to differ from America to Pakistan? Bro, because at least, like, over there, like, no one cares about anything. Like, everyone's just happy. <laughs> Here, like, everyone's, like, mad and the country's falling apart. And stressed. And stressed. In Pakistan, no one's stressed. Yeah, America's no too, too intense. Everyone's happy. And the country's still falling apart, but at least they're happy, you know? <laughs> Are they happy? In Pakistan? Dude, oh the my Chai-wala god. Is went... happy? Dude, the Chaiwala is the happiest guy there is, bro. <laughs> oh, bro, all you're doing is serving chai. He's like, bro, but it's such a good experience. I'm like, bro, vibes. <laughs> I would be Maybe. a Chaiwala in Pakistan. Yeah, you look like That's my backup career, actually. But you can't make tea. Remember when you put the rose water in tea? (laughs) Remember when you told me to put the rose water in tea? No, no, no. That didn't happen. (laughs) You put rose water in tea? Okay, listen. Okay, I was experimenting a lot my senior year with like different teas. Because me and Ahmed basically started a little tea shop in our our apartment our senior year. People would come by and we always make tea. And Ahmed was really into experimenting. So he's the one who got me into like experimenting with different styles. And so Ahmed bought like rosemary and like random like like, things you shouldn't put in tea. And he's like, no, like, I promise you, they're so good. And he did it once, and I think maybe he probably got dropped. I don't know what he did, but it tasted all right. So I tried experimenting one night, and it was a night where, like, a bunch of our close friends were, like, going to chill all night, and we we're going to go up to, like, North Campus uh, and, like, just stare at the stars. And they're like, yo, Elias, like, can you make some tea? I was like, yeah, I got you. I look at Ahmed. I'm like, Ahmed, I need some milk. You know what? Put some uh, rose water in there. <laughs> It's up on rose water, bro. As soon as we went up, everyone's excited for the tea. Everyone drinks like a sip. Half the people just dumped the chai right now. Now they have oh spit it out. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, it's like that's the worst tea ever. And then uh, it came too metallic. Yeah, it became really metallic. It was like like you might as well have like taken the grass and just like crushed it. Cause that's what it tasted like. It was very organic, I assume. But you are you did get good at making tea at that. I made the best tea and the worst tea. That's my claim. I don't. I don't think you made the best tea. 
Huh? I think I made the second best tea after Sadiq. I'll take that. I'll be third. I'll be third. Because Sadiq yeah, made really third. good. But Sadiq, no, Sadiq only knew like one like style, like Yemeni style. He was like really good at Andani Shai, but like he was like a one. But he also made the red, the red one. Like he made oh, one without right. milk too. That's true. He knew the Yemeni styles. But I was a but, man of many styles, many cultures. Speaking of cultures, Ahmed, what are your cultural favorite foods? Wait, before we get into Ahmed's cultural foods, oh, uh, Ilyas, uh, I agree that uh, uh, Ahmed is to blame for giving me bad advice, but I think at the end of the day, uh, it's your fault because you listened to him. <laughs> Why do you have to, to listen to him? Dude, you're right, bro. It's, it's what you're Shaytan is going to say. <laughs> Anyways, Ahmed, on to your cultural list of uh, cuisines. Okay, I'll start with my third. My third okay. is the Chinese-American. I don't know. I, like, regular Chinese food, bro, I had it in Malaysia. It's not good. It's like, <laughs> first, it's usually very pork-based. So the one you, when oh. you get, can't get pork. And it's like, it's too, it's not very, like, simple. It's very complex. Too complex for me. So the Americans, man, they watered it down. They got a, like, nice, sweet spot, like, that sesame chicken. That's cumin chicken. Sesame that, chicken that Mongolian beef. Mongolian I don't know beef if these thing. are are Chinese or Chinese American, but like PF Chang's here makes them really good. Mm. Anyways, that's my third. They so like fried Asian food, and that's good. I will yeah. say I do. I, I do agree with you. I think Chinese food can be strong. I mm. I think it. I personally haven't had like really good authentic Chinese food. I don't yeah. think, or I, I haven't had like really fully authentic Chinese food, but the close, closest I have gotten, like I've had like hot pots a couple times, and like they are like really good. But I do think it's a acquired taste. Like it's like it's really yeah. good, but like really difficult maybe in the beginning to get used to it. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's rated explanation. Oh wait, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Ahmed, I want to hear your next thoughts. Wait, no, I was saying that was a good explanation of the Chinese food. Oh, I think the intellectual. Yeah, I don't know why that's Chinese why American I, is much better though. That's why what I'm is? only one and a half idiot. <laughs> Chinese American. Okay, my second one is the desis. I mean, I don't know about Bengali food, but like Indian Pakistani food, I like it a lot. I mean, no matter what, like the thing about it is whenever you buy it, even if it's made badly, it's going to taste good. Yeah. If it's made badly, it'll just give you like, stomach problems. I mean, I think usually it gives me stomach problems. Oh. The thing is, like, it's, just, it's just like no matter what, it's like you... It's gonna taste like a minimum. It's gonna like a minimum bar is gonna reach, and that's gonna be satisfactory. Because those are the spices know. are like they're too. They're like a lot of them, bro. It's true, but like I feel like if you make it badly, then it's not like it's just gonna be like it's not gonna have the spices there properly. Because like the thing with like like brown food is if like if you don't like do the spices balance properly, it's gonna come out like killing really quickly. You know? Come out what? Like if it, if the spices aren't done properly, it's gonna really like mess with the taste a lot and like ruin the experience. Because if it's like a bit too much of one thing over the other, it's gonna be really strong. Because it's like a blend of a lot of spices, right? So if that balance isn't proper, I think like the the entire dish tastes like really off. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I also think that like the the generic Indian stuff is not their best. Like biryani and butter chicken, oh. that stuff isn't even like the top stuff. Yeah, what the heck? Bro, yeah. I freaking love, okay, not butter chicken, but chicken tikka masala, which is basically the same thing. I know that's like a British version of Indian food, but like, bro, that's like my favorite dish. It's really good, but like, 
I like the. I mean, the stuff I've had it so often. So the stuff. Also, like, how? What about biryani? Like that's like one of the most flavorful dishes. Like I've had it a lot, so it's kind of kind of normal. I just like the, like the plow much more. The morghi. What's it called? Oh wow! Hey, <laughs> go go <laughs> shekh the plow. Oh whoa! Oh, oh. So basically, a brown boy in our hands. Because <laughs> when the brown people here make real good food, but the problem is, it is like it is a little spicy for non desis. Yeah. And I'm not too that. sure about the health aspect. Like, I like to order it. I don't know if I could eat it every day. Yeah, brown people have oil in their blood. Yeah, dude, it's it's really bad. Uh, but that's what I think like a typical like at like a brown house. If you eat like on a very average day, it's it's like a very simple like it's like jawa like some sort of rice dal or some sort of like lentil that you put on top of the rice, and then like some like some some like vegetables and like some like chicken or like grahi gosh basically on the side. Yeah, but it's still heavy because it's cooked with ghee and cooked with a bunch of spices. So, like, it's never going to... If, like, for me, if I eat it every day, it'll make me feel sick. Even if it's, mm. like, really good. Maybe, yeah. Okay, I feel it. But it still tastes really, really good. So, that's my number two. My number one is... I think the vegetarian cuisine, like, just because I grew up with it, is my favorite. And my favorite, cause, like, meal is breakfast. And I think nobody does breakfast rather than, like, Turkey, Greece, and Levant area. We got, like, tons of stuff going on. We got the yeah. meats, we got the eggs, we got vegetables there, we got cheese. We use a lot of fresh ingredients. It, so I'll, I'll say that. Like, so, like, I think one of the best sahilas I had was at, like, an Arab person's house. Like, not that, like, our sahilas aren't good. I just think our sahilas are, like, very, like, heavy. Like, it's, like, baratas and then, like, like, like eggs or, like, like some of the, the, the bujio, basically, like, what is it, like, potatoes uh, that is, like, has, like, a curry on top and all that. And, like, Arab... Like breakfast is so like I feel clean eating it. Like yeah, nice hummus. It's like what else is there? There's like green leaves everywhere. <laughs> it's green yeah, leaves. we have love salads. I mean, we get a lot of different. We have like we have like a salad made of like mint and like tomatoes and onions and olive oil. We use a lot of like fresh ingredients. Well, so we have a very huge variety of food, but some of it is a little like I think it's a little different. Like cooked yogurt is definitely something that you have to get used to. Like cooked it's really good. Like we cook yogurt. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, like dude! We- I had I think so. I had I went to this one Syrian restaurant that I think was supposed to be like authentic Syrian, Damas. You took me to it, in in yeah, farming. That dish. wasn't good. Oh, but that that was an authentic <laughs> dish though. That was an authentic dish. Oh, it's like cooked yogurt. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot. Like, like, we have like it was just squash. it was like I was not used to like yogurt being like it's cooked hot. spaghetti. Yeah. I was just really it was like like a cereal, but like. Just like off. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I mean we have a lot of huge variety of food too, and we do have like our fast food stuff, which is like kind of whatever. It's like the grill and shawarma, doner, doner kebab. Oh, dude, you know an underrated this part of like Pakistani cuisine technically, but a lot of it's like an Afghani influence. It's uh, it's it's called uh, just like Afghani, like northern Pakistani food, which is like a blend of Pakistani and Afghani food. Bro, that stuff is good, dude. They have like chapli kebab, also called chapal kebab, and stuff like that, which is like really bad for your health, but it tastes so good. It's like it's like a huge kebab, and it's made of like like fat, uh, beef, and then a lot of sometimes it even has like like soft bone marrow in it, and it's just like a huge. Oh yeah, patty. I heard that's really good. Dude, My friend was telling me about so it. So good, bro. It's like really, really good, and but like I think part of that's. I don't know, maybe, like, I think I'm thinking now that, like, a lot of Pakistani food comes with, like, chai. Especially the heavier ones, it comes with the like, kahwa. And kahwa is, like, like, it's, like, the water, 
we have like chai, which is like milk chai, and then we have the paho, which is like the water-based chai. We call water. Then you chai. call your coffee, call your chai coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we call Kafa it like coffee in Arabic. Yeah, you guys are stupid. So uh, your language is based so far. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, our language took the best of everyone and then made it into a language. That's why Urdu is so like beautiful. No? Is it better than Fosha Arabic? Language is all God has chosen. <laughs> okay, never mind. I was about to try to <laughs> I don't have names. Okay, that's my list. Okay, that was a pretty good list. I, I, I don't disagree with you. Although I have some gripes with your general taste in food, and I sometimes think that you have a palate of a 12-year-old uh, because you don't like Senegalese <laughs> food. Uh, I'm not no, upset no. at that. I got I to gotta add to that. I do like Senegalese food because I went to this place with Yusuf. In Columbus, it was really, really good. But the one that you got, I, I just don't like fish, by the way. So when you got like a fish okay. dish, it was her- so you didn't I like didn't, fish. It wasn't the cuisine that you didn't like. And I didn't eat the chicken because I came late. Oh, so I okay. had the fish dish only. Yeah, like, the, the worst fish dish was the. I mean, I don't dislike fish, but I prefer not to eat it. But that was the worst fish dish I've ever had. Oh, okay. But then I went and I got these like, like these chicken, chicken mango stuff. The Sugley's restaurant it was really good. Okay, I'm glad that you had a good experience afterwards, and yes. uh, I forgive you now, even though I, you never really said sorry, but I still forgive you. Um, I don't need to say sorry. <laughs> you don't, it's your palate, you need, and that's totally on you for having a bad palate, but I'm glad that you finally got to try, try a good set Wait, do you like food. Ethiopian food? So here's the thing, um, I do actually, I think it, it is pretty good. I know you, you said you don't like it, I don't think, right? I mean, yeah, it's just too, the bread is too weird for me. It's like sour bread. It's like, uh, but I think I don't know. Like I think the the aspect of it, and I think actually this is what I like about Arab food as well. Like I think the communal aspect of eating it is just like for me. Like I love that, right? Like you have one big plate. The bread is laid down on a giant plate. You have different like sauces and different meat platters. Like and you kind of just pull the bread and dip it in the sauce, and you kind of eat together as a table. I think the same yeah. thing for Arab food because when so you and I went to a Syrian guy's house uh, when we were in our like when I was in my senior year of undergrad and. He basically like laid out everything on the floor, like giant tray of like chicken and rice, and like I still remember because that rice was some of the best rice I ever had. I don't know what was in it. It was like it was like flavored with some kind of seasoning, and it had some like nuts, I think pine nuts or something in it. And the chicken was just like so good. It was just like I remember I couldn't. I was I got so full eating it, and the guy kept on pushing us to eat more and more that I just <laughs> stuck my extra food in Ahmed's plate because I was like I can't be there. <laughs> I died that day. That was really good food. I think that was yeah. uh. Matlube, which is like flipped. Was it? I think it was. I didn't know that. I don't think it was though, because like the rice in Matlube is like normally like uh, like brown, right? Because it takes on like the like the like it all becomes like the same color because it all cooks in the same pot. Like I still remember that rice being like yellow, like it was a different color than like the chicken. I think it was cooked separately. I think. Really? Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Um. But yeah, that's like one thing. He's from Syria too, so maybe he has new dishes. I don't know. Yeah, but. I agree. I think Arab food, it can be very, very good. And I think uh, just Americanized Arab food kind of is, uh, I think we're just yeah, a little bit. I don't bit... like it either. I don't, it's boring. It's yeah, like... only because we've been here for so long. And like, I think, I don't know. I Every family function I go to, like some, like half the time there's like Arab food and it's just like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm not trying to be ungrateful for food, but I think I've just had it so much that it's like. Yeah, that's, that's understandable. Yeah. What are we talking about? Arabic. Shish kebab. Oh, and shistawuk and all the other types of kebabs yeah. and rice. We have great salads though. Yeah, dude, I love fatouche. I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if that's Americanized or not, but like, dude, the pita chips and fatouche and the sumac, 
Man, I could eat that all day. Like, wait, underrated out of food, which I think is probably out of all the ones I've had so far, and like my experience is limited because I've had whatever like American, Americanized or watered-down version there is. But like Yemeni Arab food is like the best because I I feel like it's like a mix of like a lot of that Pakistani like styles like spices and all that blend, but it's also like feels healthier than like Pakistani food. So it's got that Mediterranean 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 is it Mediterranean Mediterranean? It's got no, the not, Arab. They're not in the Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They don't have the same like uh, ingredients as us at all. They're much also- closer to your cuisine. Remember, yeah, you're speaking to the. I feel like it's really nice. And you gotta forgive Ilias. Like you're speaking to the guy that thought like Spain and Mexico are on the same continent. <laughs> and Latin, Latin, Latin America. And Latin America. <laughs> three continents. Well, you. Listen, I just have a unified approach to the world. You know, like I don't think there's any countries because I don't believe in borders. I don't think there's continents because I don't believe in borders. I'm just sorry you guys uh, buy into a Eurocentric worldview of life. Yeah. And on that note, I think uh, thank you all for listening to our very informed podcast. We hope you learned something special today. Uh, I think the big takeaway was uh, you whatever cuisine that you really like, you know, that's what you stick with. It seems like a lot of us have uh, fondness of our cuisines that we grew up with. But uh, we hope that you took some of these cuisines and encourage we encourage you to try them yourself. Uh, on that, my name is Ahsan. My name is Ahsan. My name is Ahsan. <laughs> Uh, and good morning and good night to everyone that's listening all right end of show